Welcome, 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 podcast listeners. You are here with your host. It is Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. Hi, me. Hi. You are here with Mr. Budget Pedal Matt. Hey, hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. Hey. You're also joined by some live gentlemen. Even though we're not live, say hi, uh, Pedabadadoom Lee. Hello. Bonjour. And say, say hello, the man with the hair, Mr. Will the Power Powell. Hey, how's it going? Well, hey, I checked out your... Uh, I'm the one with the hair. You, you are the one with the hair. I, yeah, I checked out the, your um, stint on the White Mag podcast as well, and that was amazing. So, kudos on that. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, it was a fun chat. It definitely was. I, I love the White Mag stuff. Um, I am a massive fan. <laughs> and for some reason, whenever, whenever, I, um, whenever I mention that, both me and uh, me and Max um, send a picture of a wind turbine to each other in gifts. <laughs> <laughs> we are classy oh, gentlemen. Um, so you got so, you me off from my dad joke. That's bad. <laughs> it, I did. I think that's even worse. It, it, no, it, it's 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 admittedly terrible. However, it makes me giggle. So, quids in. <laughs> Um, so we've got we've got a bloody cast of, ahead of us today. Um, before we before we start, I I'm going to apologise to our listeners for this actually not being live. Uh, we were scheduled to be uh, doing the, the live Sunday stream, and one of us, not mentioning any names, not not pointing any fingers, one of us was extremely ill, um, and couldn't uh, couldn't budget pedal uh, host. So, we are where we are. Um, however, you are still getting the same kind of content. Um, it's just not quite live. Um, I mean, it's live for us now. We're, That's the title. We're, we're not pre-recorded <laughs> talking to each other. That'd be, that'd be... That is the podcast title. Then. Not quite live. Not quite live, yeah. Not quite live. Well, I've, I mean... I've actually written the, uh, uh, written the title, which is The One Because of Illness. A little bit like a title of a friend's uh, episode. Um, but, yeah. Oh, uh, at least oh. it, it wasn't the one that started slightly late because of brown illness. <laughs> brown illness, yeah. That's a, that's a lovely way of putting it. I've still got... I just the, thought that could, that could be taken quite wrong, actually. It could be, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, we, we have to clarify there. It's not, not Lee being a massive racist. It's, it, <laughs> Is Lee referring to pooping? <laughs> yeah, but uh, I've, I've still got these kicking about about the uh, the old uh, <laughs> oh, <Benjamin's> friend. <laughs> yeah. I've had loads of cough sweets, and I've got to run to the loo. It's <laughs> so funny, man. Didn't even realise that was the thing until that moment. Indeed. Um, anyway, accidental laxative. Uh, as as I say, we've got we've got a massive podcast ahead of us, and we seem to have. Absolutely zero rush in us at all. I mean, we've already <laughs> been talking for about half an hour prior to the podcast. So that is it's pretty much how slow and meandering this podcast is going to be. But let's just... We plan to start at half eight. It's nine o'clock now and we've just been, like like you say, meandering because it's... it's, uh, it's What is it? Midweek, isn't Mirandering. it? Meandering. Meandering, yeah. Like, um, yeah. like the TV show with yeah. Miranda Hart. <laughs> oh. Um... 
<laughs> this is going to go well. We all, we all know it's going to go well. <laughs> right, so who wants to go first with what we've been up to? Uh, in fact, I'm going to nominate. I'm going to nominate Will because I, since you were last on the cast, you have done two uh, things of uh, quite n- notable uh, note. Uh, yes. So, <laughs> first, <laughs> first of which, uh, your Range Master video uh, aired on yeah. the At Rocket Complex channel. Uh, tell us yeah. some more about this. So, that video did really, really well. I uh, demoed three different Range Masters, but uh, demoed in a different way. Um, I kind of, when I like to make videos, I like to do kind of like a masterclass or like, um, it's more along the lines of helping people know how to use their gear, the gear they already have, rather than what is basically an advert for more gear. Yeah, it's um, it's more like like gear education. I, I I hate that kind of that term, but like there's so much, there's so many circuits and so many concepts yeah. in the field of music gear um, that a lot of people don't understand. And I come from a place of like I think about each piece of like a pedal or each piece of equipment as its own instrument with its own nuances to understand. And range masters have tons because they were one of the first guitar effects. So we go all into that in that video as well. So yeah, that was uh, three range masters from our good friend, Joe over at hello sailor. Indeed. He was kind enough to loan me them for the video. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's you mentioning um, kind of gear education. Um, The, the video styles remind me, quite quite a lot of the colin scott videos which are um very educational and and make me feel smarter for having watched them um which yeah i mean i i now understand the range master a little better i knew before that when i stamp on the foot switch it makes things sound gooder uh and now i know a little bit as to why yeah i still haven't learned english too well someone's got a package i can hear the doorbell well, yeah, it's mine. <laughs> I mean, there's there's some lewd jokes to be had here about uh, about Matt's package. Uh, <laughs> who's delivering wow. at nine o'clock at night? Probably Hermes. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I, I bet you, you don't want Hermes on your package. <laughs> oh dear. Um, so, the Range Master video, absolutely excellent. And for those who haven't seen it, please, please go out and watch it. Uh, because the the gear education kind of stuff is um it's it's a great place if you are um if you're new to like gear and you want to know kind of the the very basics of what this stuff does and then a little bit of background on it absolutely beautiful or if you're one of those those kind of players that have a setup um but don't really understand why it sounds the way it does Mm. It's a it's a great way of kind of unlocking a bit of that knowledge. It's a bit like uh, the the equivalent of like guitar players who have got amazing technical ability but don't know a lick of theory. Yeah, it it's absolutely like that because it's nice to know about the the technology behind things because as soon as you understand a little bit about it, you can understand it's like oh, I know exactly where this old vintage fuzz should go. Because it needs to avoid all of these different buffers. Because I understand that relationship, like, and there's a lot of like powerful tools that you can do with gain stacking and like all of these things that like to a lot of um, well versed live performers, it's like second nature. 
they may not understand why it works and why they prefer their tube screamer into their fuzz or their fuzz into their tube screamer. Um, but they know which way around it is. And it's just understanding all of those relationships and stuff. But I, I like trying to frame it more as... Um, I think it's my... The Range Master was my second video in this kind of a guitarist guide to series. Um, yeah. And I want to frame it more as a buddy talking to you rather than a class. You know, yeah. if, if you're at the pub and you're just like, hey, dude, w what's this about? And then your friend is just like off off the top of his head. He's just like, oh, X, Y, Z, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, um, no one likes the friend who pulls the PowerPoint presentation out. At, yeah, at and the it's pub. like, well, I'll have you now. Yeah. Like that. And you, Actually, don't be Charlie Brown's teacher. Yeah. Never be Charlie Brown's teacher that's it um so i mean that that video is awesome but then this week as well has dropped the uh the thing that we've been talking about for pretty fucking ages which is freshen up yeah man Woo! So, so come when, are, when are we putting this out uh what mon date? monday 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 i will check to see it will it be next week is we oh so it's so not out so I didn't it will be it. out um, on Friday this week. Oh. So you were listening to this day and date on 21... No, sorry, I'm doing the American date. Sorry, 1-2020. <laughs> That's confusing. Um, you just did, no, you did the American 20, version then. So yeah, 2120. It's 20 slash 1 slash 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, not 21 slash 20. Because uh, this, <laughs> this is one of the things on one of the promo pieces of art that we did, like um, for Freshen Up, we and for this whole EP, we're doing uh, a cool project where we're for each one of Holy the songs. P. Is that another uh, song? Holy P, another sorry? song. So I, I didn't hear what you said. EP, not Holy P. EP. Or sorry. <laughs> Extended play, four tracks. <laughs> Holy P. Holy oh, wow. P, Batman. Holy EP. Um, no, uh, for each one of the songs in there, we're going to do a movie poster, but it's going to be made based on, uh, like, you know, the tropes of classic movie posters. So yeah. this one, we decided to do rom-com. And so we, it's me and Nate it doing very silly sultry. Pose with, It's very sultry, yeah. isn't it? It's... You have no idea how much fun that photo shoot was. Oh, it, it was, looks it, it was such a laugh. There's some very sexy, like, uh, sexy shots. Because <laughs> it's, I said to Nate like a couple days before, it's like we need to research perfume ads to kind of get used to seeing what they do. Because <laughs> that's yeah, what we're lots of do. kind of stretched out poses and, and kind of yeah. all, awkward, very flamboyant. In Indeed. Yeah, and it, yeah. yeah, that you've definitely hit the uh hit the nail on the head with that. I can't wait for you guys to see the video. Is like I'm working on it every day and by Monday I'll be pulling my hair out. Like it's come Friday, I'm putting it up and then I'm going to the pub. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't even look like you. It, really? Yeah, it doesn't look like you. No, that was that was me in the beginning of August. So it definitely, it definitely was me because I, I don't think I could pay someone else to stand in for me to do that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the, the reason I brought that up is because I fucked up the date on the bottom. The date is the American way round. One twenty twenty. Yeah, it's no, it's one twenty four twenty. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're such a twat. There's not that many months. What's going on? So, so what? It's out next next December. What? Yeah, well, 
<laughs> I don't even know how to work that out. It would Ma- be the Ma- fourth Ma- month of out. 20... <laughs> oh, fuck it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, your, uh, your long-awaited single has, um, has been... It- Will be released, is released. Yeah, it was this week. It was teasered on the end of the Wymag podcast as well, wasn't it? So I got to, got to have a listen again, which was yeah, which was lovely. You do have to listen through two hours <laughs> um, of stuff for that, though, because that was uh, that was quite a long show that uh, Max did uh, for that one. Though I, you know, it was probably my fault a little bit too. Did yeah, you? Did you tune into our gear, not quite gear of the year show? Not quite Gear of the Year show. Yeah. What was this? this we was we did a, it yeah. just before Christmas. Like the 23rd or something, weren't it? We did. Oh, no, no. I think I was, I was busy with family stuff that day. We had Joe and what Stu happened? on. And, oh, yeah. And, oh, that show. Yes. yes. I, I know about this. Yes. Three hours, yeah, that, man. That went like two and, two and a quarter. I think the release was between two and a quarter and two and a half, wasn't it? Oh. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I trimmed a little of the fat. Uh, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, I, I thought it was nearly three hours, but I've... yeah, like our, our recording time would have been yeah about three hours. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was yeah. epic. <laughs> it, it was very very long, wasn't it? It was very yeah. very long. But the thing is, is if the conversation's good and you're in the moment, no, nope. you don't want to stop because it's like <laughs> this is fun. I'm talking with my friends and I'm having a great time. Why would I want? that to end yeah well but by the end of it everything was getting a 10 which uh was was really funny it was it was funny because lee was getting very frustrated about the fact that no you can't be giving can't be giving everything a 10 it ruins the ruins the the system we were like nah fuck it with cards. (laughs) we were like oprah we're like you get a 10 you get a 10 and you get a 10 (laughs) What, yeah. what was funny was Stu was jokingly messing around about um, how long it was going on for, and then at the end he he signal dropped off, and I thought he just left. Yeah, <laughs> mic drop, Lee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like yeah, I'm I'm in the top three sound. I'm out. Uh, <laughs> kudos to him. Um, kudos to the others as well. It was the uh, was a amp expander was in there. Oh yes, uh, we had the the Marshall Studio as well. I think. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. It okay, was pretty cool. I played a cracking Marshall today. I played a Class Five for the first time. Oh, today. did you? Oh, nice. Yeah, and I was really surprised. Yeah, it yeah. didn't sound like a Marshall. It just sounded good. <gasps> like, and not to say Marshalls are bad, but it's like the Class Five is like what you expect a Marshall to sound like is mid pushed, not very much bass, and. Like that kind of like super driven sound, but the the class five was clean. It had a lot of headroom, and surprisingly for a like a very small one by twelve cabinet, a lot of bass. I was like, huh, okay. Most Marshalls I've played have been quite bassy, but it's got a flubby ba- uh, low end. Yeah, yeah, no, I get that. I've got a flubby low end these days. Well, it happens to a man as he gets gets older. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to have a a lovely tight low end, Uh, and then then I had children, and children leave a lot of food. They don't eat everything on their plate, which I feel an obligation as a as a um, non non food wasting um, parent. I, I feel the the obligation to then eat that food. Yeah, it is dangerous. You, that you could get a compost thing and then put 
it back in the ground so that more stuff can grow instead no. instead of your waistline no because what would end up happening is i'd put it in the compost and then like 20 minutes later i'd get a bit peckish and go to the compost <laughs> <laughs> that's gross dude i mean your other option is don't cook your food until after your child hasn't eaten their dinner yeah that's always a good that's a good move yeah yeah that's, that's a really good first. Idea. Eat the leftovers um, and then make yours. I'm I'm still still down with the <laughs> the compost picking. <laughs> um, right, I'm, I'm I'm noting that we're kind of about twenty minutes in and we've we've done barely a barely a wubu, Right, so you, both uh, Lee and Matt, you have both done pretty much the same thing this week, haven't you? So where you. Uh, yeah, Will's done. So this is where you you lot are going to have like a, a giant circle jerk about uh, rewiring <laughs> yeah. boards. Oh, and uh, about our friend Phil as well. Yeah, Mister Mister uh, uh, Pedal Patch himself, who's yeah absolutely raking it in based on the uh, the fact that New Year, new board. So conversation <laughs> needs to be as to why Adam hasn't. Yeah, why have you not rewired a pedal board? Because the rest of us have. Uh, we've all put in. We've all put in effort for this segment, and yeah. you haven't. <laughs> Total <laughs> effort. I feel uh, that that is very very neat. Oh, it opened. <laughs> <laughs> it's not supposed to do that. Let's it, give it, a count up. Who's got the most? In. Who's got the most pedals on their board? Uh, definitely not me. <laughs> How many have you got? No. So for, uh, for, the, for the sake of the because listeners, I have the Schmidt array. SA250, and I've managed, I think this is probably the maximum amount you can put on here without breaking the board, because um, uh, Ariel Posen posted a picture, and he had 14 pedals on the board, but he slightly had to take off one of the sides oh, and push wow. it out for an extra 10 mil. Nice. Which is, which is pretty funny. So I've got, do pedal-shaped objects count? Um, what, what's your pedal-shaped object? A, do they have to have a foot switch? What is it? Uh, the loops. Uh, the loops. Is it a loop my, switcher? My morning star. Yeah, it, it's part of it. It's a separate module, though. No, if it's just like a, an ex, like an, uh, a switch out, then no, not really. Uh, balls. Okay. Uh, right. I mean, it's part of the signal chain because I'm going to count the wireless receiver that I've mounted underneath my board because that's <laughs> yeah. part of the signal chain. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I, I'm saying you can have it. I don't Five, think it's not part of the six, signal chain though. If it's just a couple of extra switches seven, eight, to nine, extend ten. the switches on the switcher. I've yeah, got ten. <laughs> All right. Okay. okay. So, so we start our start our bids at ten. Yeah. Well, start I'm, your bids at ten. Currently, I have ten, but I've got like seven to go. <laughs> There you go. Oh, so I'm... we're talking seventeen. Can Lee beat this? <laughs> I've got one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, he's seven, counting eight, the fuckers, isn't he? 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, and a wire on the floor. Don't you have stuff underneath as well? All oh, right. Okay. There you go. So, and that ESA is doing some work. Yeah. Well, I'll add my expression pedal as well because that's going on the floor. So that's eighteen. Oh yeah, do that, man. Yeah. Eighteen. Well, to be fair, I counted mine as well, and you can take one off for that because I counted my wet switch for my bus pedal, and it's not even working. So we can take that one off. Oh. <laughs> but still, you still won. You were in the twenties, weren't you? I counted, oh. counted my tuna. Does that count? Yeah. Yeah. Tuna yeah counts. Tuna. Tuna's count. Yeah. I don't even yeah. have a tuna. Do you have a headstock one? Uh, no, um, the M5, which I use for delay, also has a tuner built in. Huh. And it means that I've got space for 
another pedal instead of a tuner. Yeah. That, that makes so much sense, man. <laughs> I thought you were just going to go, no, I just don't bother. I'll, I'll let the rest yeah. of the band deal with the fact that my guitar's out of tune. <laughs> they, they tune, tune to, to me. me. Yeah. <laughs> have, have you guys added any new pedals to the board? Like, bought any new pedals for your board? Yeah, so I, I did mention this on last week's podcast, but uh, I've got a Kossoff drive with a Rude Mood boost in it. Right, cool. Nice. Rude Mood boost. I, uh, I bought the Keeley DDR uh, because I needed both a new... Dance Dance uh, Revolution, uh, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> it, it, it was, yeah, I needed to get on that. If I'm putting anything on my pedal board, I'm going to put a foot-related uh, game on there. No, um, so... The, the DDR is, it's both a drive pedal and a reverb and delay, but I use it as uh, my board's main reverb because I only use two reverb sounds, which is plate and spring. That's it. Um, and my super fat mod, my favorite pedal of many, many years, broke. Um, the, one of the charge pumps in it is like effed, and I, I'm looking at the board and it's like, I can't solve, like get in here to replace this. This is silly. I'm just going to buy something else. That's it's not worth my time. Blues driver, isn't it? Yeah, it's a modified blues driver, yeah. Um, so something was not happy in there. It just wouldn't want to be near any other power. It just didn't like it. the whole situation. It was just like, right, well, unfortunately, that's got to go in the bin. Um, so oh, I was like, right, I need a reverb anyway. And like, I need new drive pedal. Let's drive up to Anderton, see, see what they got in those two things. And then I was like, oh, yeah, Keeley make this thing. I should check that out first thing. And as soon as I got there, I tried it out. I was like, this is going home with me. You know when you try out gear and you're just sat there playing for a bit and you're like, I already know I'm buying this, but now I'm just having fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a, that was that situation. There's a, there's a tale about that kind of on the last podcast that we did. Which oh, oh what, what was it? Costa. <laughs> You're going to have to listen to the podcast, don't you? I will have to listen okay. to the podcast, like a good boy. It cost, uh, cost my friend a lot of money. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Matt, what's the, um, what's the Kossoff drive like with that? Because he does the free range, which is the up, which is that and the range master, doesn't he? So what's yeah, that like so, with that boost? So because I have a range master, um, I asked uh, Joe to put a different style boost in there. So the, the actual chassis says free range, but um, I was like, Rather than I've already got a range master, what else can you do? And he's like, um, he's got this Rude Moose Boost sig, uh, sorry, the uh, circuit, which I believe he's selling on its own as well as in this particular um, pedal. It's a bit of a cleaner, I would say, a little bit of a cleaner boost. It's like a, a, a one knob boost circuit. You've literally just got a volume control. The more you wind it up, there is a little bit of gain on there as well, but it. it it's it's a very clean boost sort of to start with and then just kind of the more you turn it up the more you get i suppose it's probably just pushing the front end of the amp harder because you're getting more volume can you swap it pre and post uh no so it's it's uh the only uh, there is a toggle switch on there but that's uh like a tone different tone circuit for the cost off yeah but yeah i am um, last week i'd only sort of like had had it played at low volume um i cranked my uh, uh, Marshall Origin 5 right the way up and like nearly blew the windows out of the house trying to see how loud it go it's yeah just sounds like a proper like 70s Marshall just all of the knobs on 10 just absolutely blowing the air, blowing the walls out and the valves Love it. <laughs> yeah that is uh, yeah that's that's the sound isn't it it is the only right. new, the only new one I've got for my board is I feel a little bit guilty in saying this, but you know I loved the Brexit 
like not Brexit itself, but I love the Brexit pedal. <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> love racism. Yeah, <laughs> fucking hate those foreigners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, um, uh, I, I've had that as my favourite drive for years now. Probably I don't know two, three years, something like that. It's, it's been my favourite drive. Um, I bought uh, a mid eighties rat. Yes. It's with the chip. Amazing. Yeah, it's the LMA LMA, whatever it's called. The original Motorola chip. Yeah. Um it, mm. it's the chips don't make any bloody difference, honestly. They really don't. <laughs> oh, I don't know, dude. When you change out some op amps in tube screamers, there is a distinct difference. Watch, it's not massive. Watch Brian Wampler's video on it. Honestly, watch Brian uh, Wampler's Is it video. only in the rat circuit where it doesn't make too much of a difference? No, no, that was on tube screamers. He, oh, he's okay. got loads of different. Um, he's got he's got it breadboarded, and he keeps swapping yeah. out all the chips. It's not an ounce of difference. Okay, honestly, and, and Brian knows what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, of course he does. Yeah, I'll have to watch that one. I, I haven't watched his channel in a while. But uh, yeah, it is it is that it is that rat, and it, you know my, my Brexit is now sitting here. It's um, I said I said to Stu about it, and Stu's like, yeah, so I'm going to lend him it. <laughs> yeah, see where the magic is because he he said himself he used to have one um, years mm. ago and he's I think that's what made him fall in love with them. But it's the only thing I've ever played that is better than the Brexit. So you know, there you go. Really, really mm. good. So that's on the board now. Um, but yeah, it, oh, it's it's amazing. It really is. It's so good. I, I just can't explain why. I should mention a pedal that I've got. I don't know uh, what have I got around here that that I've played recently. <laughs> uh, oh, here we go. I played this one today. Um, although I need to unplug it now. Um, this what is do you today to make you feel good. This is uh, you can probably tell from the the ah yes, JSA. Is it a Jussa? Yes, it is a Jussa, and it is. One of the original hand-wired um, little treble makers. Nice. Uh, I mean, I say I say hand-wired. The uh, the new ones are hand-wired as well. Uh, they're uh, they're sold. Uh, they're a JSI uh, JSA design, but they're sold through um, under fluke because he's doing a he's doing a line a collaboration line where he he's kind of uh, mass building them. So he's, he's built up a PCB rather than. I think that one's on on Vero boards because Simon loves to work with Vero boards and Vero board is horrible. I hate it. It it smells awful when you work with it. Does it? It, yeah. it does if you burn it. Yeah. It, it's just yeah the burning smell and when you're um at, for audio listeners um Vero board is um if you imagine like it's just lines, lanes on a highway yeah like yeah like kind of like that just like l- l- lines of copper. Uh, yeah, copper strip with all holes going in. down. Yeah, yeah, uh, but it's lines on a highway, but you can't change lane. But you can only change lane if you jumper or put a part in that place. Yeah. Um. So in order to stop your signal from going all the way down that lane on the highway motorway, sorry, whichever oh, the high motor <laughs> you choose, you guys knew what I meant. You have to drill small holes yeah. in the material to get it off. 
Now, I'm pretty sure that stuff is like carcinogenic. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it, lucky, it, so it's, it's fiberglass something. Yeah, it's it's a resin of some some description. Yeah, and that yeah. would explain octofuzz. <laughs> what? That it's so horrible. <laughs> just how it came to be. Yeah. I, I love yeah, octofuzz. Drill, drilling through resin and just. Whoa, well, man! A friend like of ours in Wonderland. It's a wonderful thing, but someone was yeah. definitely off their tits when they made that. A, a friend of ours has launched an octopus today. Yeah, Mister uh, Mister Mikey Mikey Demas of Redbeard. Yes, he has Effect. with with Mister Yeah Adrian Thorpe yeah. as well. Yeah, what's it called? Uh, Something uh, Badger, isn't it? Um, honey, honey Badger. Honey, honey Badger. badger. Yeah, Honey Badger. Don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like ten year ago memes. Um, <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, there's a, a, a video on, on the internet somewhere. It's probably still up there where there's a, a quite camp chap um, narrating the acts of a honey badger. Honey badgers are little badasses. Uh, like this, the honey badger goes up and like just bites the head off a snake because he feels like it. Uh, honey badgers don't care. Yeah, honey, but honey badgers don't get no shits. Uh, he do what he wants. <laughs> anyway, it's, it's, it's the octopus. It's got a switchable octave on it. <laughs> yeah, honey badger, <laughs> honey badger octopus. The honey badger octopus does not give a shit. It do what it want. Um, it's octave and subactive. De- uh, sorry, sub octave and then two uh, two octaves down. No, no, no. There's no octave up. Uh, and rather no than, octave up. No, no. It's it's one octave and and then two octave. But it does. Rather than having like switchable one octave, two octave, it's yeah. a blend control between what like one octave and two octave, so you can get Ooh. kind of like yeah. a mix match because two yeah. octave down is a bit much sometimes. Um, yeah, and and what, so yeah, if, it's digital then. Yeah, no, no, it, no. It's analog. It's analog. It's analog. Yeah, 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 yeah it's the like the blue box. box. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, so you. it's glitchy. It's synth sounding. Yeah, I'm um, sorry. I'm sorry. Can, okay, can we just okay, have a moment so, for the blue box, please? Best pedal in the world. Thank you. That'll do. <laughs> I mean, you pronounce Mojo well, Mojo really a, weird there. It's pitch <laughs> locked. Uh, it's like PPL, I think. Is it? Is pitch lock something? Uh, oh no, PL. So I can't remember. But basically, um, it senses your pitch and then generates a uh, square wave based on that pitch. So that's a form of analog synthesis. When, when I said analog, um, you know how regular octave fuzz pedals invert the waveform of just your regular sound, and it's done through, like, you know, standard electrical components. It's not like yeah, a synthesis. Yes, yes completely, yeah. yes. I, I know the people oh, sorry. what you mean. Yeah. They're, they're, as long they're as really, you don't really ask... complicated pedals. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, Mental, yeah. yeah. But if, if you we... need transformers to get it to work right. Robots in disguise. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, but this one is is an Autobot because it's obviously it's, it's the good guys. Yeah. Probably not. Not if you talk to Stu. He had to build one for Justin Chamberlain, uh, and it was definitely a Decepticon. Definitely. Indeed. That's if if someone is going to make an Octifuzz, they need to put like a Decepticon logo on it because it sounds so nasty. It does that sound way of talking, doesn't it? Or it does, yeah. Or if we if we swing it back round, a picture of a fucking honey badger on it. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, if, I don't know if this one has got a picture of a honey badger, but we can imagine it. Um, so 
there's got to be more about that, and I reckon we'll we'll probably do an actual news segment on that sometime soon because that was a, a like a bit of stealth news. However, um, we're gonna we're gonna head on to some pre damn news, but before we do that, we have got a little game ahead of us today. We've got <laughs> so a lot of games. Um, <laughs> this game was was uh, was brought about by uh, by Will actually. Will Will made a comment in our little group chat before this going. Um, uh, about how we should do a game based around uh, British uh, British phrases and idioms uh, that that he gets wrong. And may, I I say, yeah. may I say before you start? Good luck. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, okay, and I'm going to be screwed. So, so, well, for, for some context, though, it was uh, you were saying it's like, come on, guys, we need to get some segments in, and we were we were joking around of what we usually do. So Matt was like. Dick jokes. jokes. And yeah. you were like, all right, that's going in. And then I was like, let's do a tangent about like a British like slang that I have no idea what it's about. Like I faint, I faintly remember us talking for at least half an hour about what the hell a watershed was. Yep. <laughs> so yeah. I mean this isn't gonna be quite as obscure as that. Uh, okay. However, this is gonna be almost kind of quick fire um quick sure. quick fire idioms. So this segment is called Learning the Lingo. Uh, with with Will the Power Powell. Uh so first one. Uh Rogering. Oh that that's uh being uh fucked up the ass. You you do it to a cabin boy. Uh it's it's not it's it doesn't it doesn't have to be up the up the bottom. It doesn't okay, so you can just Roger anyone. You, you could you could give your missus a good Rogering. Oh, I um, see. So it's just have sex with. You don't yes, have yes, to yes. fuck your missus in anything other than the arse, you know? <laughs> Because, like, I, I've only heard that of rogering the cabin boy. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, if you're rogering the cabin boy, yeah, I mean, you've only got one hole to choose from. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah no, right? We don't. Whereas, well... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I sound like I'm talking from experience. <laughs> okay, so that was a, a nice, easy one to start, and a, a, a nice okay. one to, to loosen us up. Yep. <laughs> um, right, so, uh, a knees up. Knees up. Knees up. Uh, I know this from the scar scene. A knees up is a dance. You go up uh, to have a dance because it's like when you do the knees up scar thing. It's like the part of the like the thing. No, that's skanking. That is. Um, so, yeah, yeah. And any of you gentlemen want to tell him what a knees up is? I'll get it wrong. Knees up is a good old fashioned party. It is. Yeah, going down to boozer. We're going for a knees up. Going up. Oh, of tan, mate. I, I sort of like it's a night out. Knees up is a really old-fashioned term from like, um, okay, you know, uh, from like London. I, I believe it's from London, but it might not be. But it's like really from like the thirties, forties, isn't it? Yeah, okay. having having a knees up, yeah, good um, old-fashioned knees up. Right, so uh, a Glasgow kiss. Oh, that's when you get uh, headbutted. Indeed. Uh, yeah, um, I knew that one. We've also got dropping the nut for that one as well. Um, dropping the nut. Yeah, that's that's also the same as a Glasgow kiss. Oh, okay. If you drop All the right. nut on someone, you. Give him, give him yeah. the old Ed book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sweet Fanny Adams. I've uh, no idea. Uh, Lee's, well, Lee's, Lee's, Lee's fantastic, fantastic at, at this. What about, what about if we said sweet FA? Oh, like sweet fuck all. There you go. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Fanny Adams. Indeed. Are we getting into <laughs> like rhyming slang? It, yeah, almost, almost. So we have got some rhyming slang coming, coming up for you next. Oh, no. So, <laughs> oh, no. Um, it's it's all gone a bit Pete Tong. It's all gone a bit wrong. Wait, hey. have you ever seen that movie? 
Which movie is that? It's all gone a bit Pete Tong. It's based oh, on a, oh, a no. DJ, and um, it's uh, it's really funny. It's about him dealing with his drug addict habit, but it's actually funny. Okay. Okay. Yeah, if you could, if you get an opportunity, listener, uh, check it out. It's quite funny, as I've German. mentioned. German. Sure. <laughs> um, right. Next one. Uh, it's it's brass monkeys. Brass monkey. It's it's, it's brass monkeys. Um, <laughs> brass monkey. Is this rhyming slang again? It's not rhyming slang though. It's a, okay. a I believe it's a nautical term. Nautical term. Yeah, but it's 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 very common. I I, I believe that it, uh, each of us know what brass monkeys is. Oh, I haven't. I've never heard this before. I'm just gonna. It's if it's a nautical term, it's got to have something to do with the ship. So is it part of the ship? Uh, yeah. So a brass monkey was as as far as I'm aware, it it held. Um, it was like a, a holster for the cannonballs. Uh, oh, okay. Um, but. When they say it's it's brass monkeys, you're freezing the balls off a brass monkey. Um, yeah. It it meant it uh, meant that the the brass monkeys were contracting because it was cold. It means it's so uh, cold, okay. your balls yeah, are freezing. Yeah, it's it's I cold see. outside. Yeah, so if if it's brass monkeys outside, it's very very cold. Okay. Um, spent- I would not have got that any, in any way. No, no, I've never heard of that either. Have there's, you not? There's- <laughs> Cold enough to freeze the brass balls off a brass monkey out there. So spending a penny. Oh, you go for a pee. Yes, you go for a go for yeah. a pee. Yeah, it's very very old fashioned. Um, a chin wag. You have a talk with someone. Indeed, you do. Indeed. Yeah, yeah. Face um, like a slapped ass. Uh, um. Well, obviously. That's how is that? Well. Because if you think about that phrase, like some people say, like that, and they like they obviously look offended, like the person. But like a lot of people like having their ass slapped. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not having a favorable face. You don't have to get defensive, <laughs> mate. <laughs> some people pay good money for it. Is, is all I'm saying. They do, yeah. Um, so it's 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 more towards being. Like having a having a sour face, like having a proper scowl on. Look like you're being so cold being off face, a, a bit, a bit like resty yeah. bitch face. Yeah, yeah. So oh, okay, yeah. Go. Oh, she's got a face like a slapped ass. Yeah, uh, I read okay. Steve, one of Stephen Fry's autobiographies, and he said he was cursed with a resting smug face. <laughs> <laughs> he does have it. Yeah, I can see that. There's no denying it. Right, and our final, uh, final one: uh, meat and okay. two veg. Meat and two veg. Uh, is it an animal, a vegetable, or a mineral? Uh, <laughs> I mean, two, two, two of those things. No, no can, only, only one of those things it relates, relates to, to, I suppose. Let me ask yeah, you, but I, have I you mean, got what? the minerals? What? That's it. Uh, I mean, other, other alternatives for meat and two veggies. Uh, twig and berries... Okay. Um, I'm I, I'm sensing a theme here. Yeah, <laughs> is it is it dick joke related? It is dick joke related. <laughs> it yeah, is it's right, okay. <laughs> it's referring to your crown jewels. Yeah, it is your it's your your package. It's Matt's package. Yeah, Matt's package. It's being delivered by Hermes <laughs> at nine pm every night. Yeah, you you don't want Hermes on your meat and two veg either. Hello, <laughs> my name is Hermes. <laughs> 
uh, so yeah, that, that was our segment, uh, learning the lingo. Uh, it's 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 very good. It's very good, uh, and it it just highlights how, as British people, we have got some really fucking weird sayings. Oh yeah, some very silly. Like if if there's any Americans tuning in, and you're coming to England, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, our, our listenership is pretty much half uh, half American, as as far as I'm aware, which is absolutely oh, really? okay. yeah, absolutely fantastic. Um, so there you go. You you uh, let us know how you scored with that as well in the Fret Talk podcast group. If you were playing along, let us know um, because yeah, we've we've got some really fucking weird sayings. And let us um, know of more that we could um, test Will with. Yeah, and <laughs> please, I, I won't look and, and cheat. I promise. And, and what we could possibly do is where you do the opposite as well, and you give us like uh, Americanized idioms. Oh, okay. Um, well, see, it's more difficult with that because it's. Because of things like Friends in American TV being so popular over here, most people know them. Yeah. What, what's Friends? I don't <laughs> think you have any, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm really sorry, My dude. Bad. My bad. Would you like <laughs> some? Would you like some self that burn? Where's the pseudo cream? Uh, right. So pre-name. Pre-name. Name. Name. You weren't there, man. You don't know. Name. That's I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Um, so yeah, it's it's not quite Nam yet. It's we're on we're on Wednesday. So I think today it, it opened for exhibitors only, where they are now like uh, rolling in and setting up and whatnot. Uh, I think it all opens as of Friday. Um, I think it's a big day, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So. So, like, this is kind of, uh, hence the pre-NAM, not, not NAM news, because uh, we usually, uh, on the Fretzel podcast, we milk this for a good a good three weeks' worth of content. Last so, question, do you know what NAM stands for? Or do you know what it jokingly stands for? Oh, not jo- I knew what it actually meant for, it stands for, but no. But North, North oh, not out until, uh, not... April, maybe May. Not available, maybe May. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it's probably um, people have the same thing. Like uh, they, they're probably both right. And different people say different things. So yeah. I, I assume the actual uh, what it actually stands for is North American uh, musical music m- something. Uh, music music messer. It's not music messer, is it? No, no, because that's... Well, that's, you said, Will, you, you, said you knew what it actually stood for. Yeah, yeah. North American music... Uh, show. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Nailed it. Um, so, we, we're going to kick it off with something that I think me and Will were really excited about, at least. Uh, the yes. Torpedo Captor X. Yeah! X, X can't give Very it to exciting. you. I uh, I have the previous one, and I have helped uh, several other people buy ones when they were struggling to figure out which attenuator to buy. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, and seeing this one is like the recommendation now is like if you only have like a couple hundred quid to buy one, get the the regular Captor. But if you are interested in all the extra features, the Captor X is an amazing upgrade. Captor X. Um, yeah, which is I think how you have to say it. Um, um, sorry, or if you're HP forty two, you have to say le le Captor X. Le Captor X. <laughs> um, so uh, this is essentially it's 
So the the captor in previous um, incarnations were just a load box, um, a load box and attenuator. Like so, it's a reactive load box. So not the cheap one, the good one. Uh, reactive load box, attenuator. But this also comes with uh, cab sims and uh, impulse response loader, um, which then saves you having to buy the additional like the uh, the cab uh, to to do that with but also there's a, there's a feature called the stereo expander so uh, this is what I get from it is you've got the twin tracker mode which allows you to double track from the from the unit but also has got a, like a switchable stereo reverb which gives you three different routing options for the reverb as well it gives you your standard stereo uh, field. It gives you dual mono, which is not the same as stereo. Don't ask me to explain it. I'm not going to. Um, and it also gives you a dry, uh, dry and wet version, so you can you can have an affected and unaffected version. Yeah. Which unfortunately, all of those effects are only out of the XLR. They are, aren't out of the cabinet sound. So you can have your reverb going out of the capture by XLR and then into a desk or whatever you're doing. Yeah. But if you want your reverb in the room with you in your cab, that's uh, not going to happen. So. Well, you could. Do, Are you, could sure you, that's the you sure that's the case on a new one? Yeah. Yeah. Because um, you how it, they do it on the Boss Waza tube is they take your signal, attenuate it all the way down, then affect it, and then there's a solid state power amp in the Waza tube. Yeah. That then reamps it. You basically, if you want to add reverb to something, it needs to be in the circuit of the amplifier. Because as soon as you're at the point where power is going to something else from the back of it, like you know, like a speaker out, um, you can't usually add any effects to that without doing something with all of that actual power first. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, but you could feasibly have it. Uh, like your unaffected uh, cabinet as your monitor, but then having the reverb sent to the front of house. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And that, that could totally work. And all of the, the reverb and all the effects are MIDI switchable, and you get <laughs> 10 banks, which is, that is really cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was pretty fucking excited about this. Um, what did not excite me, however, is... It was a little bit more than the uh, than the standard captors, and it was it just made me wince just a touch. But then we we kind of we reasoned it, didn't we? Where we compared it to what would be the uh, the equivalent, the equivalent. Which yeah. I mean, the the Boss Wazer Expander does a lot of that stuff, but also does the obviously the power amp, yeah, um, stuff. So you can take a an amp that say if you had a like a Tweed Deluxe that was 10 watts. Um, you could make it 150, I think, is the power section in the WAS tube. Yeah. And you can send out two different cabinets as well. So you could take a tiny amp that you really like the si- sound of and make it a 100-watt monster if you really want. Yeah. So the WAS tube is in its own league of product, but I think like the Capture X is so similar in spec and features to the yeah. Oxbox and is like a third the size of it yeah like, yeah and and uh, less price as well so this this has yeah. been um 
it's it's been suggested that it's five four nine USD, which is a little a little steep for my blood, but if you actually think about it, yeah, it's probably worth it. Like mm-hmm. all all of the features that it's boasting, yeah, they're actually they're they're good. Yeah. So it's day one for me, man. Day one. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I mean if if my amps were better, I'd probably go for it. Yeah. Um but I just don't like having uh having a, a cab box which costs more than my amps is <laughs> 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 a bit much. Um but yeah, I think it, it's in the future, yeah, possibly. I've um, uh, I've I've just seen some news on here and I'm wondering if you've got it written down. I've I've just been going through the NAM news just to like so I can read about what you've seen. I've just seen the most important news from NAM this year. Well, I mean, we would have we would know what was coming up if we would have shut the fuck up at the start of the podcast. And let, me, <laughs> let me go through. This is going to be another long one. It's going to be. <laughs> can, can I? Do you mind if I interject with this? Because this is the most important on, news, on, and we, uh, we, we, I think we might have missed it. Do it. Do it. The Matt do Bellamy MBM oh, one. Okay. So Matt Bellamy um, uh, invested into Manson guitars, and now he's re- released an affordable range of signature guitars. Do they have a chaos later in them? Uh, no, I don't no, think they, they don't. do on this one. But they do have a kill switch, which is like a um, like a computer game, thing, <laughs> it's which is cool. Totally oh, okay. different to a chaos. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's, it's yeah, it's, it's this, almost they, the same. they were. They were released last... I saw one of them at least last week, if not the week before. You're kidding. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't believe people still use them. <laughs> what, the Chaos Pads? Yeah, they're so, like, useless. There was... They do They do that sound at the start of Plug-In Baby really well. No, he didn't use that. one He didn't have that guitar at that point. He had Banshee, and what it's got, it's got a built-in pheromone into... Yeah, pheromone. Not pheromone. It can attract bears from miles around. Whale song and all that. It's a bit sexy. Yeah, no, it's got built-in pheromone into it, and it's got a built-in fuzz factory to it as well. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Banshee was the the complete mirrored one it was beautiful guitar I really want one of them but um, basically Matt Bellamy's signature guitars are normally about three four grand but he released a cheap model with Court Court yeah yeah yeah. but yeah. now you can get it's almost like the same guitar just a little bit better um, and it's got Manson on the headstock but on the back it does say Manson and Court on the um, the cover that goes over yeah, what would this be called? Um, neck plate. Neck Thank you. Yep. And um, these are going to retail at. Okay, where would I put it? Is that five hundred pounds? Five hundred and sixty-nine pounds. Sixty-nine. Oh, that's not bad. <laughs> so yeah, sixty-nine. Yeah. Nah. So I mean, if if you've had a bit of a Matt Bellamy boner, um, but didn't want to spend the four grand on it, say say exactly. you, you're not part of a Muse tribute act and can't justify the fact that. Like you want a four grand, what is essentially like Les Paul Telly shape? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, no, it's it's more like um, I suppose it is a little bit. It's more like a, a melted Telly, isn't it? Yeah, Telly's yeah. Yeah, I mean, the radiator too long. The the problem is it's HH, isn't it? Whereas the Matt Bellamy guitars I always remember is this old H, the Helmbrook in the bridge and a P ninety in the neck, which are, those are yeah. the ones I wanted when I was. Like I suppose about eight years ago. Yeah. Well, yeah. You can get a double agent from Reverend that kind of like 
it's that kind of box. Yeah. I, I like. Yeah. I, I prefer to have like um, just P90 or just P90s or just humbuckers. I don't really like mixing up because the um, the change in um, volume when you switch between them. Yeah, yeah but if, if you, you get you, them both the same output, then yeah. you should be all right. You yeah. just get a harder P90 than the hooker. Yeah, that's, I, that's, that's what pickup points are for. Like, I'd love one of these what? with a single P90 in. That'd be my <laughs> yeah. dream. Yeah. I do like I do like single pickup guitars. There's there's a lot of um, it helps you be more in the moment. You can't like mess around with anything on your guitar. So you, like the only interaction you have is the strings, your hands, and the volume knob and so the tone. It's, it's really good. I mean, you can't have yeah. a you can't have a no one tone. uses that. Did you see our um, friend Andy is meeting Matt Bellamy? Is he? Is he? Yeah. Yes, Mister Guitar yeah. Geek. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I asked him some very, uh, very serious questions that I, I expect him to, to put to Matt Bellamy. Were you the one that asked about the cheese? <laughs> no, that was uh, that was Chris. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I can't remember what, what my question was, but it I was did very say important. It did make me laugh. <laughs> I can't remember <laughs> yeah. what it was, but you did make me giggle. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say I saw, I saw the post, but yeah, yeah. these look really good. And I and you know what's really cool about this? Really, probably the best thing about this is because my wife's such a big Muse fan. Our she our could probably I could probably convince her to get me one of these. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see. Get you a... Well, according to Chloe, it's uh, you just you have to take her to the guitar shop, and if you make certain faces that mean like you're having a lot of fun, <laughs> she'll buy the guitar for you. <laughs> I, I so mean, that's what Chloe did for me. I, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've tried that, and uh, you've tried it. Uh, my, my miss. It might just, only work the one. Just looks really bored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, really bored. Yes, yeah. like. Can we go yet? Right. <laughs> well, sorry, I, I had to no, shoot that in because you know Muse are the best band in the world and they do deserve a little bit of recognition. So um, anyway, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean this is this is where I use that disclaimer that the thoughts and opinions of Lee are not necessarily those of <laughs> not reflected. I, I have a bit of news that isn't in any of the news coverage, but is definitely news. Go on. Uh, and happened to Victory Amps at NAM. Um, they had part of their booth stolen. What? Oh yeah, yeah, I heard about this. Yeah, yeah. yeah they had um, they had a lockup where all of their uh, stand was being stored before it went into the convention center, um, and they. They had stolen their portable office and their backdrop, and I like I commented on the, yeah, the Instagram that. post. Those are the things that people want. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is someone going to do with a victory branded like twenty four <laughs> foot by like ten foot banner? What are you going to do with that? Uh, what, yeah, I mean, I, I knew you, they're normally really quick. You hang it at the finish about. line on a racetrack. <laughs> they're normally quick at emails and um, I've been wondering why they, they've been a bit slow maybe they got their bloody computer as well yeah they might have done you never know well I suppose if they said office there might have been some shit in the office yeah Sucks, that's man. mental but yeah it was all stored out in Los Angeles oh, so, no. so they didn't take any of the amps or anything they just took the office I don't know what was in the lockup. they may have had that stuff in a separate location or it might have been actually locked up but from the Instagram post, they only said that the most of their stands, backdrop, and their portable office had been stolen. That's so just mental. 
It is, it is. man. It's, re- it's really weird. Thieving bastards. Thieving bastards. Hopefully the thieves, like, get home with, like, these, these unmarked <laughs> bags, open it up and see, like, I mean, this is like a 20-foot... 20 foot sign with a company's name on it. This is useless. And they just deliver it back to them and go, Sorry. You're going to notice that when it goes up on eBay. Yeah. (laughs) Just Googling companies called Victory. Let's see. Oh, dear. Um, So, yeah, I mean, there is that. I mean, I've written a bloody podcast and you lot are all going off kilter. (laughs) Sorry. Well, well, if everybody else has brought something from Nam that we've seen, um, show and tell. Show (laughs) and tell. The only thing I've seen is MXR are bringing back the Dookie Drive, but with a different colour. Because nobody cares. And? And what? The Timmy! Yeah, mini Timmy. like a mini Timmy, haven't they? Yeah, tiny Timmy, tiny, totally. Tiny yeah, Tim. I definitely Wee. know about that. They should, they really should have called it the Tiny Tim, shouldn't they? <laughs> yeah, they should. Have. <laughs> Released yeah. it at Christmas, made a killing. That that is going to sell like a hotcake. <laughs> it will. He it won't sell like a hotcake. He'll sell like a tiny Tim. The Timmies are usually one forty, uh, but that mini pedal is about one eighty retail. So, is it? Oh, okay. Oh, really? Right, then. Hot cakes are different. That one there's a hot cake. <laughs> uh, I mean, that that was worth the, the two-minute build-up to that joke, Matt. I meant, I meant to say bravo, <laughs> but I said voila. <laughs> Brass monkeys. All gravy. <laughs> Have you seen the Game Changer Audio's uh, light pedal? Yeah. You- oh, yes. <laughs> How good is that? They, they are, I swear to God... They have like found Nikola Tesla and introduced him to modern technology and then been like, right, here's a guitar. Let's get at it. <laughs> and like their stuff is just absolutely freaking mad. Like their first thing of being like, let's make a piano sustain pedal is like, OK, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Next one being like, let's the, make let's uh, make lightning distortion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I wonder what electricity sounds like. Yeah. So um, I reckon they've got like a hat. Which has just got like buzzwords in it. <laughs> yeah. Light, light, lightning distortion. Light. Well, now we have to make it. That's yeah. It. Or they use like a bad name gem- generator or something where it's just like, we'll, we'll give you three words and a light, number. Yeah. Light powered spring reverb. What? <laughs> How does this make sense? Let's make it yeah. work. Come on. Uh, I was Come on, guys. talking to Ilya. Oh, guys. I was talking to Ilya from Game Changer in, in Germany, right? And um, we were talking about um, uh, just just inventions and these sort of things and i started talking about the gig rig do you remember their expression pedal that you could put and it was a mechanical one and you could just put it on any any knob and it would control it yeah yeah and he was like oh fuck i was like what <laughs> <laughs> we were working on that oh uh, no. yeah i've just looked up the uh, price of the timmy it's 129.99 okay, dollars okay that's, so that, that's pretty that's good dollars um, doll hairs so um, whatever that is in pounds or it might be it'll the be the same in pounds yeah so, it, the, yeah. it probably will keep static won't it yeah by the time yeah. you've got your import charges and everything oh. people are doing that now it sucks so I remember we... when I could yeah, sorry yeah. Come on, man. no no carry on, carry on. I, I, I was going to say I remember you know being young my family giving me like 50 quid for a birthday and I take it back to the States, change it at like San Francisco airport and get a hundred dollars. I've got a million dollars. Friends used rich. to go to Memphis, buy, um, buy a custom made Les Paul 
there yeah. and then just ship it back. And what they would do sometimes is they would take a, sorry, a, take a guitar case with them on the plane yeah. that was empty, yeah. and then they'd come yeah. back and they wouldn't have to pay any tax on it as well. <laughs> yeah. And they're basically yeah, getting it half price. No, I, they didn't do that. That's a, um, definitely tax evasion. That's yeah. not allowed. No, they didn't do that. No, no, no. <laughs> there, there is a uh, Fender Fifty Nine original, like a like a real Fifty Nine Duo Sonic in Seattle, and it's listed for nineteen hundred pounds. And I'm so tempted to fly over. But it's collection only. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Well, no, the thing is, it's on like $129 shipping, and then you'll get the import charges and stuff. I was like, yeah. I'm so tempted just to get a flight. Yeah, I mean, Don't worry, after Brexit, there will be no import charges from anywhere apart from the EU, because that's what we got promised, wasn't it? Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's been a lot of promises thrown about, Matthew. Well, we'll find out in a couple of weeks, dude. No, we yeah. won't. Yeah, that's fucked me right over. I book flights through Dublin so I don't have to go through any sort of fucking passport control when I hit the States. And, yeah. of course, they're not, yeah, Dublin. And, obviously, now Dublin is in the EU and we're not anymore yeah. when I go. So I'm still going to have to do it. It's fucking ridiculous. Have you, you can apply <laughs> for Irish citizenship now, apparently. Uh, yeah, I've not got any Irish blood in me, though. Don't you need, uh, like, I think you need shame. an Irish grandparent yeah. to do that. Yeah. Right? What anyone anyone's Irish grandparent? Or do they have to be related? To... If if you're in Ireland and would like to adopt a like, you know, what a man, an old guy, yeah. old guy, a bearded yeah. man, you're gonna, you're gonna have to child. change the intro right. here. Say top of the morning, Matt. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, let's just try and convince I, them that you've got Irish in you. I would love like if there was a challenge that like someone could do and you could gain Irish citizenship from that. It's like. To gain Irish citizenship, you need to come here and play like a shillelagh or whatever, and then drink sixteen pints of Guinness in a row. And I'm, if you I'm could wake up in the mo- morning, you're an Irish citizen. That's it. This, <laughs> this sounds like the BBC's new lottery show. It sounds like a fantastic <laughs> game show, and I, I don't even want Irish citizenship. And I'm down for it. Like, let's watch someone drink sixteen pints of Guinness. The show. <laughs> Tell you what. The most difficult thing about that would just be holding it because the Guinness is such a heavy drink, isn't it? Yeah. I love Guinness. I, I do, yeah. but my God, you wouldn't want to drink 16. It would be like drinking, eating 16 roast dinners. Roast dinners are lovely too. The first night I was in Dublin, I, I took the ferry over from Wales and then we got to the hotel. I had eight pints of Guinness and a fish and chips for dinner. I stumbled across the like the gardens of the hotel for a while, and then I, that's the last thing I remember. And then I woke up in my bed. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. I feel I feel obligated to uh, to tell the the dad joke about uh, about Dublin here. Go on then. About how it's the uh, the world's largest city. Because it keeps Dublin and Dublin and Dublin and Dublin. Oh my god. My wingman right there, Matthew. My wingman. Um, Dislike button. So, let's get back onto some actual bloody news rather than shit shit jokes. (laughs) Right, so, uh, we've done... uh, In fact, actually, we we kind of mentioned the game changer but didn't really do anything on it, but... So, it's a uh, reverb. It's a spring spring reverb tank. Yeah, Yeah. but it's tiny little springs and it uses optical lights to... Uh, determine how much the springs are moving and then translates yep. that into beautiful sounding reverb from what the video sounded like. Yeah, there you go. It's uh, using infrared as its technology of choice so that you don't, 
have to worry if you're on a, a stage with bright lights <laughs> that your the flashing lights and, and uh, strobe is gonna mess up your reverb sound on stage. So someone can fuck with it with a TV remote. Yes, someone switch. The tank is open. We're gonna have to try this. If anyone gets one, we're gonna have to mess with it. Yes, switch switches your reverb over to cash in the attic. (laughs) I I have, I did. uh, I can't remember how long ago. It might have been six months. It might have been a year ago or whatever. But I did mention to Ilya. I did ask him why does no one just make a uh, a small um, a small reverb tank with small things and then just amplify it in such a way. So are you trying to take credit no, for no, this? No, no, no. At, I at think that you're doing point, that. he said, um, "Well, we're looking into it. That's something we're working on." And I've been really uh, so. They, I didn't give them the idea. They were already working on it, but um, I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting and waiting and waiting. Indeed. I gotta say, whatever drugs they're on, I want some. <laughs> I've, I've, I've not actually, uh, I've not actually heard the uh, the, the pedal, but I uh, I absolutely applaud Game Changer for just being batshit crazy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, we were talking about it the other day, weren't we? And I says, why don't they just make a bloody tube screaming like everyone else? Uh, <laughs> um, and it's just they'd find a way of making that even weird. Um, yeah, they they would. It would be like a tube screamer powered by the demon soul of a goat, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I I tried the synth. Have you seen that? The motor synth. Oh yeah, the oh yeah, the motor synth. Yeah, it's so it's cool, so, so good. It's really, that's really one good. hell of a way to make an oscillator. Just like a spinning circle with a like a cut out of it. Yeah, oscillator. Like, yes. I hardly touched her. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> This is Dad Jokes, the podcast. <laughs> it's brilliant. I know you guys are both dads, but does this come on as soon as, like, if, as soon as Inception happens? Are you aware of yourself Inception. being like, oh, I'm making... How do you think Inception. babies are made? <laughs> well, you go, you go to sleep. Right. <laughs> Someone Damon spins a little top. <laughs> yeah, as, as soon as I spin it up. No, co- from conception, thank you. Um, do you. Do you notice that you, you start making more jokes? Is this... Uh, can we make a male pregnancy test? No, no, no it's, it's true. Like, you just, it's like it's something you've always wanted to do, but now you can get away with it. Yeah, you. So, with me, I, I I made the jokes well beforehand. I I had the child to justify the fact that I was making the jokes. Yeah, hundred uh, um, percent. You get to a point in life where where it just happens. Um, yeah. I don't think we're going to get much better than than oscillator there. To be fair. Yeah. Uh, I think that was don't that was the, well. that was the peak. Um, that was passable. Um, so we're going to end up with a final final bit of. Uh, news, which is possibly the, the greatest well, one. So we did that already. We, we covered the Muse stuff. Epiphone, yeah, Epiphone, inspired by Gibson range. Yeah. Right, these these ones are, are all Epiphones, not inspired by Gibsons. But these are even <laughs> more inspired. What does that mean? <laughs> uh, what does that mean? Um, so so it, confused. It means somebody's carved the headstock a little bit differently. It, is it yeah, just yeah. a different shaped head, headstock? Different because, shapes, oh my god! So, in, in, but it's it's not though, is it? Because there's um, there's a, a lot of this lineup that mirror some of the Gibson uh, lineup, whereas uh, the Epiphone lineup has has pretty much been like vague representation. So they've always had like a a, a Les Paul standard, but it. it 
they've not been like uh like 2012 spec 2017 spec it has just been this is the les paul standard here's their version of the les paul custom and it's all been like very vague copies of of the big daddy versions the signature ones yeah i mean the, the signature ones and and I'm, I'm not saying that it's it's necessarily been a bad thing but it's all it's been kind of it's been there it's been reliable uh they've, they've made some changes like the, they went to doing the like the um the pro versions of them with like coil splits and and all this jazz but it's it largely been same old same old uh whereas this they are there's um a, a few a few from that lineup that very much mirror uh some of the stuff that that Gibson are doing so uh we've got where am I looking here we go so it's a Les Paul special uh 2P90E uh TV yellow bone neck very much like what was coming out of the I think they were doing like custom shop two years back Mm. uh of that uh we've got uh Flying V which they haven't done in the Epiphone lineup for probably about 10 years I think uh, they're quite expensive to make flying Vs. You wouldn't have thought so. I mean, it's very symmetrical. Not there's not. It's a... it's a lot of wood. That's the problem. Is is finding? I was reading an article. I know this is so boring. Like about luthiers um, and about instrument making and CITES, and the world is soon going to face a severe lack of instrument quality wood. So finding wood of a certain <laughs> quality. <laughs> To be able to Carry on. make decent guitars out of it without doing a glued four or five piece body is going to be soon quite difficult. So yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's a bit plant dis- more trees. Oh. Keep holding your old guitars, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even your like old epis and and whatnot. See, th- this is how you can get around it with your girlfriend or wife. Say, look, honey. I need this vintage Fender guitar that costs sixty thousand pounds. I'm saving the planet. <laughs> yeah, recycling. <laughs> it's recycling. Um, <laughs> it is. It's legit. What it's kind of what they've done is they've said, look, here's the guitars that we sell, and here's a price point for everyone. If you want it in custom made, we can do a custom made version just for you. Here's the high spec. Here's the medium spec, and here's the epis. Yeah, uh, so yeah. They're, they're very much mirroring that. They're, they're, they've got what they call the Kalamazoo headstock, which is not quite the the open book. It's a little bit elongated for that. Can, uh, I, can I raise my hand here? Um, Gibson, get over yourself. Fender's been using the same headstock on yeah for the Squire guitars. Yeah. Just they also license cares, it, it to other companies as well. Just yeah, let other people use the fucking headstock. It doesn't devalue the Gibsons because yeah. they still have Gibson written on them. Just <sighs> yeah. Oh man, one of my well, predictions for now that other people use their headstocks. I do they? Other people try to, but they, you know, it, everyone's got their own sort of headstock. And your headstock is kind of like, um, it's it's if you have your own brand, should you really want to copy someone else? Yeah, but Epiphone is still Gibson. It's the, the yeah. same company. So, what's the problem? Yeah, and the yeah, fact yeah, is I that, agree with that. that um, there are companies like Takai and Orville and Greco that use exactly the uh, the open book headstock, and they're licensed. 
I would assume. But they can't license. Yeah, they can't license, they can't license their own. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which is that's totally ridiculous. One of, one of my predictions for this NAM, and it is for every NAM, is that one day Gibson will actually release the affordable guitar. Well, the, uh, no, a sensibly they priced they guitar. The, the, the studios were really well priced back in the day. I mean, the studio faded, on, which was, I think, dropped out of the line last time round. But before that, they were like 600 quid. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. What yeah. happened, man? What what? Gary Moore used to use, basically. Yeah. Where did they go? Because it's all been like every guitar I've seen from them is it, it's two or three grand plus. No, I mean, the, the standards aren't, aren't that anymore. The standards are like 1500, pretty much. Yeah. But this, then you're, when, you're this, standard... when this first came out, right? This is yeah. this is a really special. This is half custom, half standard. Yeah. And when this first came out, this was fourteen hundred quid. Okay, so take that for example. So that's like, well, to to get an equivalent Fender these days, a, an American made, comparing American to American. Yeah, it's still the price range starts nine hundred pounds. It, it, at at nine hundred, you're talking. You're still talking Mexican, aren't you? No, the, the, yeah, the, the is it not player? Players are Mexican, isn't it? It's the one up from yeah. that performer. It's, it's up from Vintera, so you can still Vintera? get like Vintera bottom American, line standard American made guitar. Um, is over a thousand pounds, but it's not creeping up that far. In there's, there's not, there seems to be there's not much huge of a disparity. Between them. There's not much oh, of a difference. I, I, maybe I'm making my comments based off of Gibson of old. Where you know a couple of yeah. years ago before they went bankrupt, every single guitar they bring out was ridiculous. Oh yeah, yeah. Like they they uh, as soon as uh, JC uh, was in and uh, yeah. Mark Ignacy, the the yeah. prices came down by about a grand. Yeah, I'm giving them I'm giving them leeway. But they yeah. were now they got out, JC every, in. Every week they were bringing out a ridiculous guitar that had no relevance to anyone. I mean, yeah. if we want to talk about ridiculous guitars, we talk about the the, the newest slash signature. Um, oh, which is Christ. a guitar that Slash didn't even use. <laughs> uh, however, we, we, we are talking about the best news, which is the Epiphones. I got through to the V. Um, we got the, the Les Paul standard, pretty much. Um, slightly quilted top. A little bit more subtle headstock. Is, is it actually a top or is it a veneer? Um, I don't know. I saw a picture. Uh, <laughs> um they they're doing the uh the sixty one SG with Vibrola uh trem, which cool. is something that they've got in their um the, the the Gibson lineup at the moment. They do the the sideways Vibrola, they also do uh the Maestro trem. Um they've got a price on that. there's there's no prices on any of these, but I'm I'm imagining probably about six to seven hundred quid for these. Uh which will kind of fall in with the PRSSE stuff. I was just thinking because PRS did that thing where they've changed instead of having SE in, in large on the headstock, they moved it down to a little bit and have PR, so it looks more like an original PRS. Um, that was about yeah, a year the, ago, maybe the, two. Yeah, and they they started bringing it like binding on the fretboards as well, which made it mm. look uh, a little bit tastier. Um, yeah. Before we carry on, can I just? Uh, I'd like to admit I was wrong. That's that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Take a, a moment of uh, asking my own hubris. Uh, on Anderson's.com, yes. you can get a Gibson USA Les Paul tribute, 
Yeah. Or eight, eight nine, 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 nine. Yeah. yeah. And they're pretty good because they're they're um, not chambered or anything. They're more like an original Les Paul than yeah. a lot of the other ones. I'll throw my hands up and say my previous criticism. You, you're wrong. thinking of traditional, not tribute lay. The tribute's right. chambered, the traditional, which is, I think, of like 1400 quid. That's the one that's like the older models without the, the chambering and stuff. What's the um, tribute? Do, do me a favour, Will. Just yeah. check, check what uh, a standard sets you about these days. They're 1799 uh, $17. at the moment. Okay. 1799 for just a Les Paul standard. Les Paul standard, yeah. Which is okay. It's it's not bad, is it? What um, what's the equivalent? Like the American, uh, it's like the uh, it's not the the standard, is it anymore? It's the American performer. Performer. There. Let me get a strat because that's kind of comparable ish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's go strat uh, American Ultra. That's top of the line. Uh, American professional. Are we calling the professional? Yeah, or are we calling classic fifties the standard or American yeah. performer? performer. Uh, American performer. That would yeah. be that's the bottom of, of the Americans. Perform. Yeah, uh, those are like nine hundred quid. The performers. They they are on sale now from Andertons for um, eight four nine. Uh, so the, the, the Strat standard has always been cheaper than the Les Paul standard. Yeah, I, no, I thought I thought they were coming in at about twelve thirteen hundred. The, yeah, they've gone down a lot. Okay. Yeah. The the performers started out a little bit more pricey, but they 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 sort of finding like a like lower, medium, and high price like a bronze, silver, gold in each of their categories of like here's the Mexican run and we do some funky stuff in that. Here's yeah. the U.S. run and here's your ridiculous custom shops all the way at the top. And they seem to have a low, medium, high. I'm 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 not a Gibson guy, so. Like, I think my comments were made in ignorance before. I think I need to do do my fair research and go and play a, a few more Gibson guitars before I can make any sweeping statements like that. And this is a this is a great uh, a great place for me once again to plug last week's podcast because it will give you a little bit of a, a little bit of forewarning about what not to do when buying out some, <laughs> some Gibsons. Yeah, lest you uh, leave with some considerable debt. Uh, and Does anyone <laughs> care about the Fender Acoustasonics? Oh, they're, they're an abomination. No, we'll, 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 wrap, we'll wrap it there because we're on an hour and 20 pretty much. And the, I mean, yeah. if we just keep looking at NAM news, we'll be here for another two hours. So um, yeah. we'll, we'll hit some of these. <laughs> because these it's not getting released. Time. So, um, listeners, what I'd like you to do, uh, anything that you want us to uh, do a little bit of a deeper dive on, uh, like like the Acoustasonics, there's uh the the weird heavy metal strats as well, which we could um talk about. There's 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 so many uh so many little bits of Nam news, and there there will be stuff that falls under the radar. So if there is something that you want us to talk about, hit us up in the podcast group and let us know about it, because we will uh we'll compile that and then use that as a kind of uh a crib sheet to to go from for our next uh next podcast, whenever that may be. Um. Yeah. Um. We are the Fret Talk podcast, but we've also got um, some imposters from the pedal boards of Doom, um, which is a group. If you are not part of it, then you should be. So be part of it. Which is, uh, I mean, it's ubiquitous on on the internet. So just find it. Um. 
If you want to find myself online, it is uh, Budget Pedal Chap at everything. So Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, it, yeah, tw- Twitter's a, a little bit of a dumping ground. I don't really, I'm not really active on it. Um, yeah, man, it's crap for music crash, promotion. Isn't it? I hate it, Twitter. It's, it's horrible. Um, like, but I also do YouTube as well, which last week I did uh, a no talk all tone on the something something. Uh, oh, it was the um, the first one, the uh, the hub hubcap John fuzz. Mm-hmm. Also, in the same week, the shaky Jimmy video came out. Woo! Jimmy. Uh, and that was on the pedal boards of Doom YouTube channel. So uh, check that out. Will, you are a rocket complex at pretty much everything. Uh, yes. Your Will ARC, is it? Uh, Will Powell it's ARC? ARC. ARC Will Powell on... Uh, yeah, on the social everything. medias. Um, if you want to follow me when I take pictures of, like, uh, taking my girlfriend out for cake somewhere. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> I want cake. No, you yeah. don't. It's January. I'm on I want tiramisu, such man. a diet. I can't eat any carbs in my diet, and I just want to eat cake. You're doing the Atkins uh, thing. No, uh, keto. Uh, You're going to so, kill yourself doing that. It's really dude, dangerous diet that it, just kills people. I got really sick doing it, so, yeah, be careful. Yeah, we, uh, I'll be fine. Uh, eat some cake. <laughs> yeah, eat some cake and stop railroading the end of the fucking podcast. Like you <laughs> always do. Uh, what else do we need to plug whilst we're here? Um... Oh, yes. So we talked last episode about the possibility of a Patreon. Um, please, please, if uh, if anyone would be interested in that, just just let me know and I'll, I'll, I'll keep looking into it. I think we've had a little bit of interest so far, but um, yeah, just just keep keep badgering me about it and I'll, I'll look into it. Um, if only a couple uh, of people want to do it, we'll just charge lots. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Supply and demand, yeah, after all. Yeah. <laughs> $400 a month, yeah. Uh, uh, Matt, you are heel underscore Matt Q at everything. So, yeah. Twitch, Twitter, uh, Twitter, Instagram. Um, Twitter, Instagram, yeah. That's it. And uh, are we getting some budget pedal, Matt, coming soon? Yeah, go on. I'll record some stuff tomorrow. Yes! Yes. So uh, on the on the budget pedal chap Instagram channel, uh, Instagram channel, no uh, YouTube channel, you'll be getting some uh, some budget pedal mat. I might even uh, uh, sneak some in on the pedal boards of doom as well. We got a little <laughs> bit of a uh, little bit of budget pedal mat. Uh, so that'd be awesome. Uh, we've got we've got loads of stuff that we need to bring out on the um, pedal boards of doom. We've got some ligs ligs videos uh, yep. still. Ling, ling, ling's They'll still be coming they, out when we're at Birmingham. They, I promise they won't. As soon as I'm done editing the music video, that is my next thing. I'm just like, boom, this, and then uh, the next thing for a rocket complex is doing some videos about the Schmidt array. Nice um, for Schmidt array as well. So that's going to be double cool. nice. Cool. Yes. Um, so yes, thank you, listeners, for joining us on this podcast. Um, it has been a wonderful journey. Oh, thank you. Yes, you. Yeah, you, you, the one who's listening. <laughs> Jesus <Jeez. Yeah. laughs> Did you just wink? Oh, man. I, I gave a wink. I gave a point. I gave a, a few sly little kisses. You guys feel um, dirty? Uh, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not, obviously not doing it right then. Um, 
So yes, it will run wipe. So, oh my god! From myself, Mister Budget Pedal Chap. From Mister Will Powell, with Will the Power Powell. From Mister Lee. From Mister Matt Quine. Say bye, Matt. Bye, Matt. Because uh, I get told off if I don't. Um, <laughs> it will be a tatty bite and good night for this week. Ta-ra a bit. Bye. 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 We're still all waving. <laughs> Even though it's not live. We're still waving. It's happened. Do you know what I'm doing now? I'm I'm trying to search around for the end live stream button. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's going on?